0: Hello, welcome to the Future Proof podcast from the north of England with Sarah Hall and Stephen Waddington. We'll be talking about what's hot and what's not on the internet in marketing, the media and public relations. That's Alfie Joey, who you can catch every morning on BBC Radio Newcastle. But we're not here to talk about Alfie. I'm here with Sarah Hall in the northeast of England for a special edition of Future Proof. This uh, We're doing a lot of this lately.
1: Yeah, we are doing loads of these future-proof
0: podcasts. Yeah. Um, turning
1: into a thing.
0: It's a thing. It's definitely a thing. <laughs>
1: um,
0: but this is about the CIPR election. It's our second podcast about the CIPR election. We did one a couple of weeks ago um, when we talked through your pledges. I thought with a week to go, it would be a good opportunity to to have a kind of review of where we're at and what you've learned and, and see how the, the, the next week's going to play out um, in voting. Um, so I've got a bunch of questions I want to put to you. Are you ready for this?
1: Let's go for it.
0: Okay. So first thing, two weeks into the campaign, I felt at this stage when I was in 2013 competing against Dr. John White, felt utterly exhausted by this stage uh, and completely flat because it is an absolute marathon. Um, how are you feeling about your campaign and, um, and, and the response you're getting from members?
1: Oh you are pulling no punches tonight are you? Um it's a good question. I think at this point you can only I can have to be completely honest. It's a bit of a roller coaster. So you go from moments of being exhilarated to exhaustion, but it's all good and it's all um, you know for the greater benefit hopefully. And um, what I would say is um, the response from members has been great. Um I spent 6 months before deciding before actually putting my um, hat in the ring. Um, standing as president-elect, asking people what they felt about our profession, about public relations and the CIPR. So really the um, campaign has been an extension to that. But what I've been really heartened by is the people um, that have come forward just off their own you know, off their own back, of their own accord. And the people who have said that they're not members now, um, but they will join if, uh, if I succeed.
0: That's a vote indeed. It's a vote indeed. Unfortunately, it's a vote that's not going to help you right at the moment, but let's move on. Um... Thanks for that. Yeah, (laughs) the 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 campaign for council is noisier, I think, than than I've ever seen it before. What's your reading on that?
1: Well, I think there's two things. One, it's a course for celebration and we've got so many different people with such a great um, raft of experience and, and a number of different skill sets standing for council. People who uh, have all got great knowledge and expertise and a proven track record. The second thing is, I guess it's where um, you're seeing that play out. Social media has been no- noisy, particularly Twitter. I'd say that you'd need to really track, use your analytics to track what's happening elsewhere and um, it always comes down to to member engagement anyway you know there, there tends to be groups or what should i say bubbles of noise but actually it's not representative of what's what's happening more widely
0: i challenge you uh, in the the podcast we did a couple of weeks ago and your motivation and 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 why now uh your purpose if you like um remind me of your answer and and what you've learned in the last two weeks have you got anything to add
1: no i think it's kind of result uh, I hardened my resolve really the campaign in terms of Um, my belief is even deeper that um, the things I would bring, the skills I would bring and my pledges... Are really things that uh, would be of really positive uh, difference to the CIPR. And I think that's a really positive place to be right now. So, um, you know, very much from feedback from the people I've been speaking to and people who've come forward, I know they want to see, you know, a very strong plan, strong leadership, um, people being measured against the plan. They want us to widen um, the membership so we're more representative uh, of the industry at large. Um, they want to be the best they can be, so they want to understand they want to have a career journey. all the things i 'm saying in my pledges they 're repeating back to me and saying, "Yes, this works for me it 's resonating um, you know pl- please push ahead so that for me is, is really important you know they also like the fact that I'm, I'm very keen on campaigning and um, raising the um, you know, the, um, the profile of the industry and its reputation and that 's coming through loud and strong
0: so the CIPR has ten thousand members. Um, the, the profession in the UK is is potentially 8, 80,000, 90,000 yeah. 90, members, it depends what data you look at, but the latest data from the Office, Office of National Statistics would suggest that our, our business is a lot bigger than the membership of, of the CIPR. You've already said um, that you're resonating not just with members, but also with people outside the profession. What's the opportunity? Oh, no, so not
1: outside the profession, outside the CIPR membership. Some of right, those okay. are outside the, if you if you want to call it, traditional PR profession. Okay,
0: so what's the opportunity to bring those people in?
1: Well, I think actually um, my Future Proof project has been a great example of how that, that works. They just want to see where they fit within the public relations industry and know that there's an offer for them. We can appeal to those people very, very easily. It, it, it's, uh, it's what a lot of agencies are doing already. If you went into a typical PR agency now, for example, or even an in-house team, you'd see a whole host of different people working within one team, uh, probably under the public relations uh, banner, under that function. It's the case of saying, actually, do we know what these people need? Uh, How do they fit within public relations? And how do we make sure that we have the right offer for them?
0: I wrote a a report yesterday, a a blog about the, um, the Reuters Institute report on the state of news and it is absolutely frightening um if you're working in the publicity business within public relations and you know a lot of people snootily dismiss that as not being public relations it's absolutely a core part of public relations in in my belief but i don't know if your work is in traditional media it's 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 there's going to be a lot less of it um, in, in the future,
1: yeah, we've got to just recognise that our profession is changing. It embraces an awful lot more than it ever did, and the CIPR as an institute um, could really, you know, appeal to all those people.
0: So, what's the plan for president elect in twenty seventeen, and then president in twenty eighteen? Come on, give us this in. <laughs>
1: That's a big question In
0: 140 characters No, no That's
1: not fair Come on Well the first thing is 40 seconds There's a three year plan in place You've got to support that Three year plan in place Um, You know, it's been signed off by the board that's what's been delivered, it's really important to have continuity, so that's number one, supporting the current president elect and uh, the current president so Rob and Jason, number two number three, starting to flesh out all my different pledges so so for example looking at um, things like the, I'm really keen to iron out the gender pay gap um, putting in place at the CIPR some kind of salary and diversity register um, so we can start to look at what's happening there and lead best practice and then guides to help um, our membership follow suit. Things like immediately going out and speaking on behalf of the CIPR and the profession um, as I've been doing over the past couple of weeks and people will have seen the different coverage I've achieved in places like PR Moment, PR Week uh, and different industry blogs. Um, There's lots that can be done in that first year before getting in there and really delivering um, against everything I've promised so far.
0: Well, I think you pitched me, didn't you? I haven't written about you.
1: Was that a tricky pitch? <laughs> no, that was fine. You, you were very uh, um, responsive. It was great.
0: Let's move on. Much has been made of, of endorsements. And you mentioned Jason McKenzie, but also um, Sarah Pinch, uh, past president, um, have both endorsed a rival candidate. You know, that's it's it. That's generally I've written about this on on LinkedIn. Um, several other people have written about this uh, also. It, it's kind of one of the issues of, of the election. What's your view?
1: Well, my view is that at the moment we're in the middle of an election process. We've got to see that through. Um, you know,
0: you got very serious.
1: Well, yeah, cause it's an important point. This is about governance, and Go actually, um, it's also about democracy. We've got to let the members choose the members. You know basically whoever chooses the president-elect for the institute it, it won't be you know people won't be pushed into the decision they'll read the candidate statements and they'll choose who they think's right and that's that's how it absolutely should be um it's a difficult one to answer right now i think it's one for reflecting once everything's finished and the decision's made um but you know we could all argue that we've got some great people um, endorsing us all. I mean, Gary's got some great people, and um, it's got some great people so far, you know. Sarah we could, could, do, we could do a such a president. political response. I'm very disappointed in you. Um, Come back to me in a week. Okay. I, I will as well. Um, <laughs>
0: there's, there's, there's this secondary issue related to endorsements, about group endorsements. Oh, yeah. The Northeast. East... Uh, group and the Scottish group have both endorsed you. There's kind of a north 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 south split. Um, actually, Gary's, don't pull
1: that into it. Okay,
0: Gary's almost <laughs> certainly got Yorkshire sewn so no, up, but but you know there there has been endorsements from groups. Isn't that any different from a personal endorsement?
1: Um, I, well, again, I, all I can do is go by the regulations, and um, personal endorsements are absolutely fine for candidates, and so are the group ones. Uh, I would just say that. Um, Thinking ahead for people who want to stand in future, looking at the groups and, and asking for their support is probably a good way to go. And I'm just very, very grateful that both Scotland and Northeast committees were prepared to, to back me.
0: You're being so political. <laughs> uh, next question: um, You've been called out uh, on Twitter for promoting future proof during the election. What's your response?
1: Yeah, I'm, I was kind of surprised by this, and this is probably, you know, I talked earlier about um, the roller coaster of the CIPR election. And I was a bit naive when I went into this about not thinking about any... I can't any... believe you're naive. <laughs> no, I was about this. I did that. Obviously, some things are said that you don't necessarily expect and because ma- mainly they're just not true. So Future Proof is an initiative. I, I think of it as for the profession, by the profession, and I'm just very proud to have founded it uh, and to have such a fantastic community um, supporting me and who are very generous with their time and expertise. Um, but... Um, you know what i don't understand is why people have an issue with me talking about it because for me it provides context on my experience it shows that i deliver on what i promise and not just that you know it's self-funded you know if and i have said that if it ever breaks into profit i will donate any of the proceeds to the taylor bennett foundation so um i can't be more open and transparent than that really but for me it's a labor of love i'm not going to stop just because other people think I should. It's a, it's a side project, but for me, I know a lot of people get get a lot from it. It's on different universities um, reading lists now. I know that some of the biggest agencies in the UK and globally are now buying them for their staff. That is, is more than enough for me. That's quite enough. Yeah. A so I've Colin Byrne,
0: Colin Byrne's bought copies. We've yeah. bought copies. At He's Ketchup.
1: buying them for his for his graduates at, yeah, at his agency. It's, it's amazing.
0: It's good. Okay. You've sorry, we're being interrupted here about the dog.
1: <laughs> yeah, my dog's here, and Madge is here, she's looking for attention. Go away, Madge. Uh, Just
0: for now, Madge minutes. is cool, she can be <laughs> part of this. Um, so we you, you set out a series of strategies five, um. Key areas where you you you, that you basically. I believe I can
1: make real change. Yeah, that
0: you made a basic plan around, and then also you've nailed. You said in office you would nail KPIs to these. Granted, it's you know, as a as a um um, uh, a candidate, it's hard to create. um, It's hard to create KPIs until you're in office, but you know, I've
1: got as close as I can to it at this point.
0: Yeah,
1: and I also don't know what I'm going to inherit. I mean, there's that element. No, it's true.
0: this is all true it's all granted and you know fair play to you what's What's the CIPL going to look like though after your year as president? You you must have a vision for that.
1: For sure and the first one, I mean obviously 2018 is a big year for the Institute, it will be its 70th anniversary and for me that should celebrate every element of public relations so from its history um, to where we are now to the opportunity for us but most of all we need to celebrate as, as volunteers so I'd like to think we come out it's been a very positive year um, people are feeling very motivated, a bit like they did after your year. They, they suddenly see the relevant. They saw the relevance in the CIPR. They felt like um, you were speaking their language. I'd love to be that's, there.
0: That's a backhanded compliment. Thank you very oh, much.
1: Actually, yes, I can occasionally be nice to you. <laughs> but um, I think the other thing is for me, and this is really important. Actually, so I'm going to get serious again. It's about resilience and sustainability, and having grown the membership because I'm, you know, it's been years—17 years—I've been involved, and we're still. Hovering Around the same membership
0: well, so, so that, so I keep coming back to that, and you know that was a challenge during my year. Um, that that the the membership is at this ten thousand level, and you know the CIPL goes through cycles of adding students for free and then then retrenching that, but it keeps static at around ten thousand. It maybe goes up by, by two and down by right two. Uh, yet the market, by any um, any metric. And, you know, you, you can look at the numbers from the ONS, the Office of National Statistics, you look at the numbers coming out of the PRCA, you look at the numbers coming out of ECO, the market is booming. Yeah. Um, it's booming because it's, you know, the the, the requirement for public relations is, is growing, but it's booming also because we're moving into adjacencies. And, and yeah, it's got that growth has got to be... You hate that word, don't you? I hate you? that
1: word, adjacency. I said to look it up the other day. I mean, goodness me. Sorry. Speak Joe Public.
0: I'm not, no, I'm not sorry. <laughs> um, so, during the election, I mean, you know, you've you've got three weeks to, to, to get your point across, but you've also used it as an opportunity to talk about gender, talk about equality. Um, talk
1: about convergence. I mean, the convergence right. of disciplines, which is, I think, the point you were just... Um, talking to just then in terms of we can and will do more the institute will it's in a it's in a great place at the moment it's got some great candidates standing forward it it can only be a good thing
0: um gender's your real passion point though isn't it yeah what's the plan there
1: well as I mentioned before first thing is CIPR puts its money where its mouth is and is seen to lead best practice so it has a um, pay scale and it has a diversity register, a bit like like I mentioned in the last podcast. The the big accountancy firms do mm. we start to report on that. And then we Inter- th-
0: so interestingly, and I, I take this as an absolute um, outcome of this election. The you know the PRCA announced that. It's going to, as part of its consultancy management standard, it's going to hold consultancies I'm over to the account. Moon with this. So it's going to hold consultancies to account on their gender pay gap. And
1: best of all, the CIPR, and the CIPR. responded and said it will share data to iron out brilliant. pay discrepancy. And this is exactly what I have always said in terms of I've talked about um, CIPR members, of course, always come first. But for the benefit and for the The betterment of the industry we need to work more closely in collaboration with other bodies and that's all the different bodies from um, AMEC to ECO to the PRSA and the PRCA when we do it in this way on the topics that matter we can make a massively positive difference and this week proved that beyond you know, or believe I was terrible.
0: You are becoming so <laughs> political.
1: No, I am not.
0: You absolutely are. These are things that matter. They are.
1: It's as simple as that. I
0: can't wait to do this next week. <laughs> Once voting is over. Oh, yeah. um,
1: I didn't say I'd grant you an interview then. <laughs> Ouch. Burnt. Um, <laughs> Move on. What's the next question?
0: How do people reach you? If they've got further questions.
1: I think most people probably know by now where to get probably, me. But <laughs> they're absolutely <laughs>
0: fed up with the sound of
1: you. I, I could imagine that. I, I, I don't understand it, to be fair. At um, Hallmeister on Twitter. Uh, Sarah at SarahHallConsulting.co.uk. Um, and very easy to look up on, on LinkedIn as well. And
0: finally, how do they vote? If you're a member of the CNPR how you do you vote? You
1: should absolutely by now have had your email. They were due out uh, a week last Monday. You've had reminder texts. Check your spam if you've not had it. Um, it will be there and if not please erase it uh, as soon as you can with the CIPR because um, whoever you vote for it's really important that you do
0: Thank you very much I feel honoured to have this this interview opportunity and I'm going to hand over to Alfie Joey to close, thank you Thank you for listening to the Future Proof podcast with Sarah Hall and Stephen Waddington. You can follow Sarah on Twitter at Hallmeister, that's H-A-L-L-M-E-I-S-T-E-R and Stephen at WADS, W-A-D-D-S. For more information about Future Proof, visit futureproofingcoms.co.uk. Until next time, see you on the internet.